welcome to the Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm Sherry Davidson. And I'm Candace Rogers. This is our quaint, warm space where we will share our passion for well-being and explore everyday living in health, wellness, and design to help you thrive in your life. And here we are. We're live. Episode number two. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our our first episode. We have almost 200 downloads. Almost 200. It's amazing. Amazing. Awesome. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. We appreciate it. Thank you. We appreciate all the love. So we hope we can uh, deliver on this one as well. We had a lot of great feedback, so um, we hope we can deliver. Yeah, and this morning we um, started off the morning. We recorded for another podcast called Expert Expert 35. 35. Yeah, it was a live Facebook. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, we had a little bit of technical difficulties in the beginning, but um, it all worked out. Sherry got kicked off. I didn't even know it. We were were live and going on. (laughs) And then I just kind of popped right back on. But we're going to post it. It'll be on our um, social media, on our um, web page, so everyone can check out our interview on Expert 35, and if you could share it with everyone, it would be great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, our morning was kind of kind of a little <laughs> rough. Um, it kind of spilled over into um, coming here. But that's like the podcast world, right? Yeah. I mean learning, figuring things out, and sometimes you think it's going to go one way, and then you have to adjust. You just have to pivot, right? <laughs> I think that's the, that's the word of the year, pivot. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that word as much as I've, I or used it. I've used exactly. it a lot Exactly. I don't think I've used yeah. it. I don't remember ever using it before, but yeah. this year it's been used used a lot, so... I think in martial arts, it was always pivot, you're on your foot, pivot, on oh, your okay. foot. pivot, pivot, pivot. Okay, I could see so, that. So, um, yeah, yeah. But well, today we're going to we're gonna dive into COVID. Yes, and uh, how it's affected our industries and just us as humans, because mm-hmm. um, a, a lot of things have changed and shifted and um, not by choice. We were kind of thrown into another world. So, yeah. So true. So true. So, um Sherry, like with your, I guess just to start off, maybe we could just talk about how you see this with your industry, how things are going and changing with COVID, um, where we kind of see the health and wellness industry. And we already kind of talked about how we started this podcast, which was during COVID and um, we're feeling that momentum. Um, So yeah, just, just. Give us a little bit more info about that. What's going on in my my industry as an acupuncturist and health coach? Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, we were shut down. Uh, most acupuncturists across the United States, uh, we were considered non-essential, and so we were we were shut down. And then it was probably mid mid May that uh, we were allowed to open back up. All the mm-hmm. non essential healthcare practitioners were allowed to open back up. So I've been open since mid May. Um, but in that time of being shut down and after uh, the things I have been seeing, 
And I think a lot of people have been seeing is that there is a loss of structure in people's lives. Mm -hmm. uh, people are just like, oh my gosh, like what is going on? You have people wearing all hats, all parenting, they're mm -hmm. entertaining, they're trying to work full-time jobs. You have some people that have lost their jobs. You have had uh, people, we live in Houston, so we also had the oil and gas industry that right. was uh, affecting a lot of people. So just a lot of stress. Um, and I also think that COVID is shining a spotlight on the state of our, our health in general across the United States. The uh, pre-existing conditions, people with pre-existing conditions are the most vulnerable to the disease. Mm -hmm. And that's diabetes, it's um, obesity, high blood pressure. These are all chronic diseases. These are all mostly lifestyle related, right? You know, I mean, especially type two diabetes, you mm -hmm. know, type one diabetes is they're just, you're just, you're born with that. But type two is typically lifestyle related, but the stress and the um, emotional pain that is coming with this loss of connection as well. So I think there is a lot going on. Then you have immune health, which is really big right now. Right. Um, so I think there's a lot going on in the health and wellness industry. And I think it's really in the forefront of everyone's minds and how do we um, not get ourselves in this situation again? Right. I think that we touched on this a little bit, but people were, there was already this movement mm -hmm. where people were definitely more interested in their well-being, mm -hmm. health and wellness. Um, how does that lead to a healthier life? Um, a happier life. Mm -hmm. And when we got thrown into COVID, people really had to sit back and reflect on how things were going in their lives. Mm -hmm. And even the connection, um, like we talk about, you know, what our podcast is about, how all that is also connected to your environment and your living environment. And uh, people are definitely spending more time at home mm -hmm. and we've talked about how the home has become everything to everybody the whole your whole world right exists in these walls right right <laughs> yeah yeah people are um exercising at home mm -hmm. school work at home working from home exercising from home trying to get personal space at home. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get yeah that's probably a big one <laughs> Yes, I, I spoke to one of my patients, and she um, is a mom, and she typically works at home, mm -hmm. and she said she has moved her uh, her workspace out into the patio because her, wow. because her daughters and uh, husband have the inside of the house, so now her office is outside. That's so true, and that's a, another thing that we, you know, talking about in the interior design industry, we're seeing a, a trend now where people are needing those closed off spaces. Uh, people wanted open spaces before, mm -hmm. and that was the trend. But now we're seeing now where people are wanting to go back to walls or to reinvent a space for something else because we have we have people that are working from their countertops, dining room tables. Yeah. Your client's working from her patio. Mm -hmm. And um, your homes and environments just are not working for people in the way that we're having to live our lives right now. And I think people are realizing that it's either going to be a while before things change or like we've talked about, maybe there's going to be a hybrid of how we lived our lives before. So I think that changes that we can make 
to our lifestyle and to our environment now mm-hmm. are still going to be beneficial to us. Absolutely. I think it's definitely going to be a hybrid. Yeah. So what do you think, um, what do you see or what do you think most people, is? I guess is the biggest issue at home right now? I know there's a lot, but, yes. like, what, like, but what, what, what would you say the biggest issue, like the, the like, issue that you're hearing the most about? I think the biggest issue is the fact that everyone is at home, yeah. that the kids, kid, people that have children, they're at home yeah. and they're having to school at home. And even if people are going back to school, they're still not doing all the activities that they were doing before. Uh, both parents now can be working from home. Mm-hmm. Um, we are entertaining at home now. We're cooking more at home. And so people are needing more space yeah. and they're needing to define those spaces. So let's say you have, you had maybe one home office. Mm. I have a friend that both her and her husband are now both working out of that home office together. And so they just plug in their earphones and just keep going. So yeah, so really, if they had like a flex space where they could maybe have an office, and then let's say a guest bedroom, that you could have a Murphy bed or something like that, Mm -hmm. turn that into a makeshift office when there's no guest. And then if you have a guest, you have an extra bed. Mm -hmm. But those are the kind of inventive things that people are having to come up with. Um, And also, Zoom areas. People are doing a lot That's, of Zoom meetings. I never even thought about that. That's <laughs> awesome. It's true, though, right? It, it is, is. It's and true. and it's important. Um, you know, because you're you're in a professional meeting or call a video, and you want to look professional. And if you've got other people in the room or have pets you seen, running have, around, have you seen the um the videos, the bloopers, like like you're on a Zoom video and like your husband like walks behind you naked or something? Yeah. Like. <laughs> My favorite was um this was before COVID, but there was somebody that was being interviewed. He was an expert on something, and his two little kids burst into the room, and then. His wife is desperately trying to get them out of the room. And it was so <laughs> funny at the time, but now it's so typical. It's yeah. happened, I think, to every single one of us, either a pet or, mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, somebody uh, doesn't have their clothes on is walking behind <laughs> you. I don't know. But all these kind of funny things have happened. And and like we were talking today on the podcast, I think everybody is... is uh, forgivable with that stuff because yeah. we all realize that we're 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 pivoting we're pivoting yeah. and we're yeah. all going through that but I do see a need for spaces where you can do video calls and even if that's a nice little corner that you have set up um, where you can easily put your your laptop you know have a nice microphone have a nice backdrop maybe have a little bit of quiet space and like I said the flex spaces are important because we're having to do all kinds of different things from the home now. And even, um, I think, for the kitchen, I think people are realizing that maybe their kitchen wasn't made for two, three, or four people to be in the kitchen at the same time. And so they're wanting their their kitchens to work better for them. Mm-hmm. So I do see people wanting to renovate yeah. and update things. Sure. Um, well, and then the, the, you know, just talking about flex spaces, uh, the, the Zoom quiet room mm-hmm. could also transform into a meditation room. Exactly. Yeah. So like, exactly. Yeah. 
So that's really cool. Um, you know, and the thing too, we're looking for this personal space and this personal space is really important for your health, right? Oh, totally. Like it, it's really important for you to have that time, you know, to yourself so you can do self-care or you can do that meditation or journal or read a book or whatever it is that you need to do. That at that time is really, really important. And I think that people are seeing how valuable that really is. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people already value that, but there are some that probably didn't know that before COVID hit, like the, how important that space is. Right. And that's something that, you know, like Sherry's talking about um, setting up a space for meditation or even like a quiet area. That's something that people can easily incorporate yeah. into their spaces. Right now you can do that. You don't have to do a big renovation for that um, mm -hmm. meditation space. You can basically get out your yoga mat. You could order one of those meditation cushions. Mm -hmm. um, you could just find a nice comfortable spot on the floor, but it needs to be a quiet, kind of quiet area. But you could set that up anywhere yeah. on a porch. Yeah. Um, you could. I like the porch. I like the porch too, because then, then you'd be kind of out with nature. So yeah. that's and another that's, topic. That's another topic. <laughs> forest bathing. <laughs> forest bathing and biophilic design, which is really yes. a popular topic right now yeah. um, in the design community and the health and wellness mm -hmm. community is bio, biophilic design, which we want to get into further on a, on another topic. Absolutely. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. And then also the reading, a reading area, a quiet area is easy to set up. Yeah. In a corner, mm -hmm. the lamp. Yeah. Get it, maybe some aromatherapy going. Um, nice book, cozy, like make it cozy with some candles and stuff like that. So how do you keep the uh, kids from jumping in your lap? And <laughs> Well, I think maybe you you incorporate something like that into like your bedroom space sure. and you let that space be kind of off limits. And, you know, if the door is closed or I just need 15 minutes, I mean, really you don't need that much time to mm -hmm. meditate or to have some quiet time to, to re-energize you and, um, and to basically adjust your mindset. I mean, you yeah. could, you can even set up a, a, your bathtub in your, in your bathroom could be like a, a lock spa the door, setting, lock the door, lock the door. <laughs> no one come in. <laughs> yeah, maybe put a nice little sign that says some bubbles <laughs> busy. <laughs> yeah, you some could, you know. Candles. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. So you know what I saw, and I want to do this. Um, but you have to have a bathroom that has a lot of light. Okay. And it's like a trellis, like in your shower. And it has, it's biophilic design. Okay. But there are tons of plants just like, and it, it hangs over your shower. Oh, that's really cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Like, and, 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 and I assume that uh, they get watered by the shower. Yeah. I could hanging. see you doing something like that with orchids even that, that, that like that humidity. Yes. I think it would be amazing. Just as long as you had some good natural light just, in there. That's all you need. That's a really good idea. I mean, hmm, now you've got I, me thinking. I could hang out in that for a while. <laughs> I'd lock my door for like a couple of hours. I'm going to have to talk a client into doing this. This sounds really cool. <laughs> I, just, I saw it. I don't know where I saw it, but it's super, yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to get more information on that, but that's really cool. I like it. Mm -hmm. and, and I think, you know, like we were talking about the whole biophilic um, design, I do think that people um, during COVID, 
Um, one really great thing that has come out of this is I think that people are, we've talked about this, are spending more time in nature mm-hmm. and um, are, are getting back to going outside, um, enjoying, like we said, we have a new a park here, mm-hmm. Memorial Park, and people, I mean, it's been packed. Yeah, it's been, it's been packed. It's beautiful, though. Um, it is. And I do think that people are getting out. They're getting, they have the time, I think, to do it, too. Maybe mm-hmm. not so much now. Uh, but definitely during lockdown, people had the time to get out and uh, exercise or go ride bikes with their kids. And I think that they also wanted to get out because they were in a house. And it was really That's the true. only thing that we could do is just go to the park. That's true. Um, but I think people are, are definitely gaining more of an appreciation for that. And maybe some people have done that before, but they've lost they lost it and forgot mm-hmm. how much they enjoyed it mm-hmm. um and other people are just now finding it again and so i think that's really it's really great because again we uh said before that nature can be very healing and um we can all use a little healing right now right? that's true yeah and talking about nature and healing what about home gardens yes yeah. people are really diving into these gardens at home I mean do you know you can't even get seeds I know it's interesting like I always find it interesting things that gain more attention or things that people start doing because of um like COVID like who would have thought that home gardening is something that people were going to get into I know yeah I I tried to order some potatoes (laughs) Oh, potatoes! I'm getting into it. Yes, potatoes. There's potatoes. There's cucumbers. I have carrots, and a lot of uh, places are out of stock. Wow. Okay. That is one thing that I have not. I did try to. um, I bought some rosemary and some cilantro that was had roots and had was kind of in some dirt, and I I didn't really (laughs) do so well with it. So um, (laughs) I'm not. um, I'm not that great with the plants, but. But yeah, the home garden thing is really interesting to me. I mean, I I would love to maybe just have like a little herb garden. Oh yeah, and um, have it near the balcony. kitchen. Yeah, do it on the balcony. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I really love about um, this architect Frank Lloyd Wright, loving love love Frank Lloyd Wright. He ha- I went to one of his homes and he had a, a window in the kitchen. And it was a casement window and you opened it up and there's an herb garden planted in a planter right outside of the window. So all you have to do is open the window, reach your hand out and and get the herbs that you want um, for your meal. And I think more people are doing that now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. It's And we're going to get more into that topic. We want to talk about home garden to table is what yeah. we're calling it on an episode. Yeah, absolutely. It's about about growing that garden, no matter where you live, whether you live in a house or an apartment or a townhome. And then what do you do? You, you pick that and then you bring it into your home. And um, I think uh, that's going to be with Shauna Tatum. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, cooking for health um, out of your garden. Right. And then I guess, you know, some people have so many, like, say you decide you're going to grow tomatoes and you don't realize like how many tomatoes you're going to get off of how many tomatoes you're going to get off of those plants. And then you're like, oh, no, now I have like so many tomatoes. Um, but so people are getting inventive. I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe I think people are getting back into even canning and things like that. Yeah. Um, dehydration. I've seen a lot of, um, 
commercials for things and people even on social media talking about dehydrating foods. Mm -hmm. Fermenting. Fermenting. And, mm -hmm. and that's also good for your probiotics. Yeah, is your the, gut biome. Your gut biome is the pro probiotics yeah. for that. Yeah, absolutely. Being um, Asian, I eat a lot of fermented um, things. I didn't realize it. Like um, kimchi. Love kimchi. <laughs> so good. And it's so spicy. I love it. <laughs> it doesn't smell that great, but it does. It's, it is delicious. Do you know I have a like a um, a, a jar of kimchi in my my refrigerator? Really? Just luckily, it's just me. But I just open the top and take a few bites, and then I put it put it. Oh, back that's in. what I do. I love it. I have a gigantic jar though. Oh. <laughs> I have a big gigantic jar, and I open it up, and I take my chopsticks, and I just eat right out right of the of jar. It. And I, love it. I actually have to stop myself because. I'll go through like half of a jar in no time. But yeah, I love anything fermented. I love it. I know some people might not be into it, but it is it is it's good, good for, for you. And your gut biome will thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The and your and, and your immune. I mean your your gut biome is your your immunity. That's so, true. Yeah. Speaking of that, I have always this is so funny too, growing up, I for some reason I love vinegar. And I love apple cider vinegar, and I love the fermented apple cider mm -hmm. vinegar with the mother in it. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting how they have found all of these um, nutritional, nutritional health, benefits. Um, health benefits to apple cider vinegar. And I went to the grocery store one day, and it was gone. And I'm like, what happened to the apple cider vinegar? And now this wasn't COVID, was it? Um, this was pre-COVID, actually. But people um, are actually, you know, taking shots of mm -hmm. this for their health benefits. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's along the same lines as the um, fermented foods. Mm -hmm. um, but also in uh, Chinese medicine, we talk a lot about flavors. And um, each organ system has its own flavor, its own taste. And sour oh. is the flavor of the liver. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I like sour vinegar. Mm -hmm. I like all those things. And so when your body is craving something, there is a deficiency. Okay. Uh, but you don't want to do too much of that, that flavor because it can also throw it into like an excess, oh, right? It can also, okay. it's kind of like that, uh, too much can be, or be, mm -hmm. be bad as mm -hmm. well, even though it's good for you. Too mm -hmm. much of a good thing is bad for you mm -hmm. or can be bad for you. Um, so it's the same, the same idea, but so typically if you're craving something sour, it could be one that's how you are just constitutionally. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm liver too. So mm -hmm. I love sour things. Um, but also there might be some stagnation. We say liver cheese stagnation. And so it might be a way to kind of move that liver cheese. That's interesting because there's definitely times when I'm craving things that have mm -hmm. vinegar in it or, uh, I'm craving things that are maybe salty. Mm -hmm. And I kind of have wondered if I was deficient in something and that's the reason why. Or maybe even like a citrus. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, am I deficient in my vitamin C? Mm -hmm. And I'm wanting to um, to get some vitamin C. Yeah. Um, but I guess, you know, in the next episode, we're going to talk a lot more about that too, about yeah. our immune health. Yeah, I think that's a good topic. Um, I think that it is a valuable topic right now. And mm -hmm. I think um, I think that any information or any conversation that we can have around immunity is uh, would be really great. So I think it's going to be a great episode. Yeah, me too. We're looking forward to it. Yeah.
So we're going to talk about how your space and your environment can support your immune health. Yeah. And our health in our homes, they can be recreated to support us in our wellness, well-being, and health. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I think it's also an opportunity to reset, create positive behaviors and habits that become Mm -hmm. a lifestyle that will enhance your health, happiness, joy, and fulfillment. And I I think that's a good place to wrap. Yeah, that's a great place to end our second episode. And our next episode is going to come out on Wednesday, October the 21st. And like we said, we're going to be, you know, diving more into immune health. So tune in and listen. And thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye. every other week for a new episode. Go to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to us so you don't miss out on any new episodes. And please share our podcast with your family and friends. If you like what you hear, please give us five stars and a positive review. It will greatly help our rating and success of the podcast. You can also keep up with us on Instagram and Facebook at Health Wellness. To find out more information, visit our website at healthwellness.com. We welcome your input. If you have any ideas, comments, or questions, you can email us at healthandwellness at gmail.com.